Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs that Eskenazi Health has to offer our patients and the communities we serve. My name is Brian Van Bocklin. I'm the Media Relations uh, Public Affairs Manager for Eskenazi Health. And joining us today, uh, very lucky to have uh, Dr. Katasha Butler here with us to uh, talk about this really unique partnership between the Eskenazi Health Pharmacy and historically black colleges and universities, commonly known as HBCUs. Um, so, uh, Katasha, first of all, thank you very much for coming in. And we're going to get to the program. But first things first, please tell us a little bit about how long about yourself, how long you've been with Eskenazi, what your role is. Introduce us to you, please. Hi, good afternoon, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am Katasha Butler, as you talked about. I'm a pharmacist here um, with Eskenazi Health. I work um, as a part of the leadership team as the Medication Use and Regulatory Compliance Coordinator, and that's a very long title that says I deal with formulary management, how we use our medications in this hospital, um, and regulatory compliance. So that's our regulatory bodies, Joint Commission Board of Pharmacy, making sure that we are following all rules and regulations and are in compliance with um, what we need to do to function as a pharmacy department. I joined Eskenazi in July of 2019. Um, however, I did train here when I was in pharmacy school, so when it was Wishard Hospital. So I was really excited and fortunate to be able to return back to Eskenazi. It, it's, gr it's great to have you and the amazing work that you do do here. Um, so we want to talk about this partnership uh, with uh, HBCUs because it, it's interesting because where we're located here at the Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Hospital in downtown Indianapolis, we have, you know, we have uh, University of Indianapolis, we have IUPUI, we have, but you started this amazing partnership with historically black uh, colleges and universities. Can you tell us a little bit about how that came to be? For sure, for sure. So um, we are situated, we have three colleges of pharmacy here in Indiana, and Eskenazi has had long-standing relationships with Butler, which I graduated from, Go Dogs, and Purdue. So a lot of our residents and our students come from those two schools, and then we had the introduction of Manchester, so that's the third pharmacy school. However, we became very intentional in looking at our employees and the employee mix in pharmacy back in 2019, so very shortly after I started. If you look at our numbers holistically, it looks like we're a very diverse department, but once you start looking at the roles, we become much less diverse. So when you look at our professional um, positions, our pharmacists, then the diversity numbers go way down. And so we are interested in looking like the patients that we serve. So, you know, we're a huge safety net hospital. We want to make sure that we are representing those patients, that they have someone that they can feel comfortable with. And so that's what made us start looking at how do we start recruiting um, pharmacists, pharmacy residents, pharmacy students to Eskenazi who can be more representative of the patients that we serve. And so I went to an HBCU before I um, went to pharmacy school, proud Spelmanite, um, went to Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I'm very vested 
in promoting our historically black colleges and universities. And so we have pharmacy schools with these HBCUs. So thankfully, Christopher Wickersburg, the director of pharmacy, was very supportive of this partnership, just reaching out to them, letting them know that we're here, that we are a contender. Um, Eskenazi Health, you know, has much to offer um, as far as training and just for jobs. You don't even have to be a resident. You know, you graduated pharmacy school, you want to jump into work. We have outpatient and inpatient opportunities. And so that's what uh, made us start reaching out to those schools and initiating the, that partnership because we want to recruit highly qualified trained pharmacists in a more diverse way um, that possibly mid the Midwest or Indiana could not offer us. And I, I, I saw that these relationships are not not local. I mean, you're we're nationwide dealing with uh, or working with uh, universities across the country. So what's is this where now we have these established relationships with these universities to to help direct people here or is it it's, it's more than just a pamphlet for come to Eskenazi like how, how do how does that relationship uh, come to come to be so we started um, you know we started the background for this in 2019 in 2020 as best as we could uh, well we kicked it off but then March our worlds changed and so just being in constant communication so we did award our first pharmacy scholarship to these schools so the schools are um, Howard University, Florida A&M University, Hampton University, Xavier University of New Orleans, and Texas Southern University. So you're right. They are nowhere close to Eskenazi, but those are uh, great colleges of pharmacies at our HBCU. So those were the, the five that we started with and um, reached out to them, let them know why we wanted to partner with them. Um, and the purpose, let them know about Eskenazi, what we had to offer, and that we wanted, we didn't want it to be like, hey, here's a pamphlet. We want to hire some of your students. Um, how can we support you? And so when we instituted that scholarship program, the only stipulation um, besides having a 3.0 was that it was a, a fourth-year pharmacy student who still had a balance in their second semester. And the reason why we we did it like that is because, you know, these students are about to graduate. Um, if you've been to college, um, your bill, you know, your senior year could be anxiety inducing. So let us help students who are in that situation again meet, you know, that's the mission of Eskenazi Health. We are bridging the gap, reaching people who need to be helped. And so we wanted to help those students if they had a balance just to help lessen that burden and to ensure that they get to graduation. So it's not just that we want to pick off your students, but let us come alongside and help you. And then and introduce different opportunities. Um, in 2019, when we were at uh, mid-year for ASHP, we there was a reception that Eskenazi uh, participates in every year. So we had a table there that last year 
and invited those students at those schools. If you're gonna be at ASHP, come and meet us at this reception. You can have some food and drink, but come and talk to us about the program, why we're interested in you, and why we want you to, you know, look into what we can give you here in Indianapolis. So I wanna go back, because I was not aware of something that you had just pointed out, so I wanna I want talk about that, because I, I, it's really, really great. Um, for someone who might be listening to this to this episode and maybe they're looking at where they want to do their pharmacy residency program, when you say people who have an outstanding balance, is this traditional tuition reimbursement or is this uh, – how, how does that how does how does that work? Because that's it's that's a, really neat. Yeah, a straight, <laughs> it's a straight up and down scholarship. We're giving um, each not each student. One scholarship to each school. It's a thousand dollar scholarship. So if I'm a in my senior year in pharmacy school, trying to get ready to uh, graduate, and I still have a bill. Well, you know, if you don't have a bill, you're not graduating. You're not getting your diploma. Um, so we even let the institutions choose. They know who which students are in danger or in trouble, who may need some final assistance in that last year. So they even pick the scholar. So it's just you have a balance, you meet the, the GPA threshold, you need a little extra help. Here, take this Eskenazi Health Pharmacy Scholarship. It's going to help reduce your financial burden and, you know, hopefully help propel you to that next step. So, so I, when when you look at this, and, and it, it might not be quite as as simple as this, but I always look at it as if, if you are looking for a career in healthcare, especially now, it's pretty you're going to get hired. <laughs> you know, it's you would, we're fighting for people right now. So, to someone in college in, in a pharmacy program, like you said, we you know we're working with schools that are in in Florida and in Houston and New Orleans and. For people that age, fun places to be at. So, what's the how, how do how do we convince someone who essentially can go wherever they want to come to Indianapolis? When when you just roll open a map, it's just this little point in the middle of the country. Right. Like, how did I, I'm from the Midwest, so that's how I'm here. Yeah. But absolutely, that's a great question. Um, what I would say is, I remember training here. Uh, and I'm from the Midwest, but coming, I'm from rural Illinois, came to Indianapolis, trained at Wishart. I saw, I got exposure to so many things uh, that I never would have gotten exposure to had I not trained at that particular hospital. Um, we have over 20 years of residency experience, a strong academic um, precedent. We are accredited, like accredited with high commendations, so very strong residency program. We are a safety net hospital. We have over a million outpatient visits in a year. Over 460,000 of those are for mental health. You have almost 90,000 visits a year in the ED. We are a level one shock treatment center. Uh, we have level three NICU. Those experiences and opportunities are not available everywhere. So you're right, we are in a shortage. Um, I see, I get job offers every day as a pharmacist, but it was not in an area that I would want to work in. 
yeah, I can get a job as a pharmacist, but what do you want to do? Where do you want to be? How are you going to get the most experience and wide ranges of opportunity? We are training um, clinicians who come out very prepared uh, to be in the world and work at a high level and at the top of their license. So that's what you're going to get at Eskenazi. Um, we have this with the same caliber of services that would be in a New York City or a Washington DC, Houston, New Orleans. And so I say that you will get there and the cost of living is lower. We're offering relocation assistance for residents, which is like almost unheard of. Um, I can't say that I know of any programs offering pharmacy residents relocation assistance. We were able to negotiate that knowing that some of these students will be coming from all over the United States. And so what you can get in other major metropolitan areas, you can get it here at Eskenazi. In Indianapolis is, you know, a great place to live as well. Um, people say it's a great convention town, but they're making the things that are great about visiting here, things that we can do all the time. You know, there's so much um, building and construction and new things in the city. People can have a wonderful life here too. Yeah, I always tell that to people when they say, tell me about Indianapolis. And I say, it's 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 got all the the fun of a big city, but it won't swallow you up with its sheer size like a New York or a Chicago or an LA will. You can you can walk around, you can move right. around, you can get places, but it has everything that you want exactly. if you want to live in if an urban environment. Do that. Exactly. I tell people all the time, you know, being from Illinois, Chicago was a city, but I'm like, I like grass and trees. I yeah. like to drive my car somewhere and be able to park and not pay $100. <laughs> uh, you know, just things that we take for granted for living here. Yeah, I I love all that about it. And so, you know, you can do all those things here and it's enough urban, it's enough rural it's like a perfect mix. So forgive me for uh, asking a question that comes based solely on the fact that I'm not trained in healthcare. I'm public relations guy. So how does a residency program work? How long does it take? Does it lead to when, when it when it ends? Does it lead to employment here at Eskenazi? How, how does the, the person applies? They're accepted day one. Walk us through that. So a residency program is advanced training. So these, uh, our residents are pharmacists. They have a doctorate of pharmacy degree. This is advanced training um, and it starts out like um, generalized training. So rotating through ambulatory care, ID, um, reno, outpatient. So all of the you know, the basics of, of health care, you're going to get in your first year. You do um, practice management. They, I have a longitudinal rotation med use policy. So how are we doing regulatory compliance and medication use process in the hospital? So it's like the baseline advanced training is year one. Um, you can then further specialize as a PGY2. So year one, PGY1, year two is PGY2. So then let's say I want to be a, a pharmacist who works solely in oncology. So I'm going to specialize my second year, or I can do um, infectious disease, or I can do burn, or I can do psych. And so then that is leading me further down a path of specialization. Um, a lot of our pharmacy residents stay on if there's positions available. 
um, some people come back. Our latest, uh, our latest hire in our burn pharmacy area, she was a prior resident who, at the time, you know, she had to take another job, but one came open, and now she's back. So that's why we chose to focus on recruiting them to the residency because we take a lot of our new hires from our, our residency pool. ASHP mid-year, that's where residency is recruited all for the whole United States. So 99% um, of hospitals and organizations who have residency programs participate in mid-year. It's kind of like, you know, you get to visit all the programs you're in interested in under one roof. It's usually in person. This year is virtual. Um, Eskenazi will be present as a part of uh, ASHP, but you just, it's like an open house. Check it out, see what's going on, and then you decide if you want to apply. And so in February, March, that's when you're doing your interviews. Um, depending on the situation, they usually come on site, might be virtual. Um, they spend a day here to see how it is. You can see Indianapolis. And then we have a match day, just like physician residents match, pharmacy residents have a match. You find out, are the, the programs that I want and I have ranked, have they ranked me and we're matched together? And then that's how we get our residents. So you said this uh, program and partnerships with HBCUs, it started in 2019. And then, of course, 2020 was 2020. But um, uh, so do we have uh, – how is it going so far? Have we uh, – do we have numbers that are showing success rates at this point in so, time? Or? Right. So when we the, – the first small win was – 2019, we just introduced it. And we hadn't given the scholarship yet. Hey, we're interested in your students. Send them to meet me at mid-year, and let's see who applies. Well, the win from that was that of the students who met with me, we had maybe three or four apply. F from those HBCUs that we targeted, um, which I talked about most of the time, we get people either from Butler or Purdue in the Midwest bubble because, you know, it's their comfort zone. So that was the first win. And so we track what we have started doing is tracking who is applying to these residency programs. Are they coming from our targeted schools? Do we have more underrepresented um, people who are applying to this program? And so that's what we are continuing to track. So it has been increasing year over year. So we're just hoping to keep that momentum um, and then, you know, are they successful in applying through the, you know, to the program? I talked about the match. They have to rank you and you have to rank them. So if they apply, get an interview, that doesn't mean that they're automatically going to be here because, as you said, maybe they want to stay home closer to where they live or maybe a different opportunity came up. And so, um, I feel like I will see success when we get our first HBCU student who has made it through that whole process and becomes a Eskenazi pharmacy resident, or we hire one for one of the, our vacant openings as an outpatient or inpatient pharmacist. So what's the process to get engaged with this? Someone listening to this going, I want to apply to that program. Is that, do they come to you or do they need to go through their university? How, so, how does someone get started? Um, if you want more information about 
our residency program, you just have to go to our Eskenazi Health Careers page. So if you go to eskenazihealth.edu, uh, go to click careers, you're going to see a, a link for pharmacy residency. So that's going to tell you all about our residency program. If they want specific information about the HBCU scholars, they can reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to them more about it, talk to them about the genesis of the program, why we want to reach out and engage to them. And so, or if they are at any of these five schools, they can reach out to their administration, their officials, because they have information about the program. Is there anything else we haven't touched on today? Anything you want to make sure gets in there? Here's your opportunity to, to plug your stuff here, right. so to speak. So, you know, as I talked about, um, we are looking for um, exceptional candidates. Uh, Eskenazi has been ranked in Becker's top 150 for the last four years, top 150 of healthcare places, organizations to work. That is a big deal, especially as we talked about. Indianapolis is this small dot in the middle of the map. Um, it's a great place to work. We have a competitive stipend, 29 days of um, PTO. Insurance is available, relocation assistance is available, and we are a highly ranked and accredited program. Um, at our last accreditation visit was ASHP. One of the surveyors was like, I need to start telling people about this program because it is, you all have just done such a great job with it. Um, let me give a shout out to Carrie Deegan Cole. Um, Ty Walrath, you know, they lead the residency program and they have done such a great job with it. And so shout out to them. I don't want to act like, you know, I did it. They've been doing this program for such a long time. And I'm just um, proud to be an Eskenazi pharmacist, to be a part of it, and just to help propel it again to work within our mission that is something that we have been we're very good about at this organization and again we want our patients to feel comfortable and to feel heard and to, and to feel served the great news is that um, we have amazing buy-in from our leadership and our employees alike um, i've gotten email messages from pharmacists just like applauding the program they're glad that we are being intentional about our recruitment efforts and in these partnerships with our HBCUs. Human Resources has been phenomenal, and they were so excited about this partnership that they started their own um, internship program specifically for HBCU students. So they had their first uh, summer interns start last summer, and I actually met with them, with those two students. You know, that was uh, born of like a spinoff of what we're doing with our HBCU scholars in the allied health program. So it was like PT, OT um, students who were able to participate in that. I've gotten feedback from non-clinical employees who have seen, you know, our work in the daily or in PR, public relations um, vehicles and just you know, excited that Eskenazi is engaging in this area. Um, public relations have been a great support in getting the word out there. So I really appreciate that opportunity. But the feedback um, has been encouraging. I also got a call. It has reached up to um, Health and Hospital Board of Directors. They're talking about this program even at that level. So I think it's amazing, and I'm always happy for the support that we're getting at all levels in the organization.
It's it's such a great program, and I'm excited to get updates as we move forward to see how it grows and the success rates that I'm confident that you guys will have. Um, and I think it really speaks to Eskenazi Hell's overarching goals and missions and to you know you're a part of something that really puts a priority on this and then of course you know Indianapolis anyone who says me asks about Indianapolis I just say come and come and spend a weekend in Indianapolis and you will realize this is not your parents Indiana this is not (laughs) nap town anymore you know it's it's a it's a pretty spectacular place uh so uh, Katasha Butler really appreciate you taking some time of course EskenaziHealth.edu go to the careers page then click on uh the pharmacy pharmacy residency program and that's how you can get started I want to thank Joe our producer today and Rachel who uh will be back with us soon but we always want to make sure that she's recognized through all this and of course uh to hear all of our episodes on the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. Subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud. Katasha, really appreciate you taking the time to come Thank in. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. To hear all of our previous episodes, please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud by searching Eskenazi Health.